an epiphany. Right. And I was thinking about this point, right? <laughs> so like, okay, so the applications are being less Asian in this Ivy League school. And that's like on the onus of the student. But now that I think about it, as a parent, mm. you already kind of are complicit in whiteness, right? Because you're like trying to yeah. get them among a white collar producing institution, right? So like, it is even before the paper of appearing less Asian at this well, point I, in yeah. the junction. I mean, if you think about it, like, I don't know, did your parents like, um, did they try to like, have you uh, assimilate? Like, I think part of why my name is Nicole is because my dad wanted me to assimilate into whiteness easier mm. than if I, if my name was like, more i guess like spanish or even like like um more indigenous to like filipino language like you know right um yeah i don't know like i will be honest with y'all like daniel looks like he's the i mean i don't know if you've shared that story about your name oh yeah daniel did you hear this no i have my name is I'm named after my dad's ex-girlfriend, so I can't relate with Nicole on this, um, the whitening part, because it's just kind of like, my parents had other reasons for the way that I am. No, bitch, I thought it was like, because you and your brother have the same initials. Well, that too. That's also a factor. <laughs> yeah. It's for, it's, there was no real meaning behind it. So it's a three factor. It's the fact that me and my brother had the same initials. I'm named after my my dad's ex-girlfriend and that my dad was naming me after martial law. Why? Who wants to be associated with martial law by uh, Marcos? Because <laughs> he, I think either it was, it was lifted or it was initiated on September 21st. Oh my God. That's so much to unpack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uncle oh, yeah. Ige. <laughs> God. Um, Annie, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry, I was just thinking about like the the Americanization of and like the assimilation. Um, I mean, like my my dad sent me like uh, like Disney VHSs and like uh, those golden books. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's like literally like since I was a child, I think, I mean, like part of the reason why I love to read is because he sent me books and like, I thank him for that like profusely. Yeah. But that's also like the reason why I became like Americanized. Is it, yeah. Cause I mean like the, you learn English in, in school, right? Like in the Philippines, yeah. you learn English. So. Yeah. It's a double-edged sword. We're constantly running into the double-edged sword yeah Ugh, got so many cuts okay so i'm gonna oh wait no daniel did we get to your your point or did you lose it um did you grab it uh i know we went in so many different directions oh no i was also thinking about like my my aunts i mean they don't live in america mm-hmm. but like my my mom and her second like her next sister have very Spanish names and then immediately became like very Americanized names. Oh, they did like the English version. 
yeah of that name so i'm also so, like, thinking like there's at least for filipinos there's that you know like because of like our like american history right history with america um i think that's also a um a factor at least for filipino americans so like maybe like you're like an aunt joan is really like juana or something yeah yeah <laughs> like one of my like one of my um aunt's names it, i mean even like one of my uncle's names like my one of my aunt's names is grace mm. instead of a like gracia or something Disgrace. and then like one of my yeah yeah one of my uncle's names is henry and i'm like how is that mm. how is that filipino <laughs> your uncle hank uncle hank all right, I'm going to move on to 2022. This is the last, um, the last challenge that we found. <laughs> that you found. Uh, 2022, the limited student counselor interactions may also be due to the fact that Asian parents, especially working class Asian parents, often feel like outsiders. Um, they often feel like outsiders, unheard and powerless in their children's schools. And so seeking help uh, for their children elsewhere rather than school counselors. So I like community stakeholders rather than like people within the system are safer options, allegedly. Well, what do you think, Daniel? Do you see parents involved at all for the um, Asian American population? At my school, it's almost, it's almost like we, I mean, like at, at our school, like we, we make sure that like we have contact with our parents mm-hmm. um, and the Asian American parents at our, at our school um, do like show up and like have conversations with us. Um, but I think that's just because of the culture of the school. But I know in like at CCSD, like there's almost like a distrust between like parents and like schools. So I also I, like wonder yeah. you again you as an asian american are asian american parents more comfortable being around you oh yeah oh yeah like like my filipino parents like i speak tagalog with them and like mm. they're, oh, wow. like they're more more trusting about like what like what they want to share and like what like they want me to um like share with them mm. um wow so like again like we were talking about like representation like mattering like because it it does it does yeah um I'm also thinking too like in terms of like my sister because I um she's a senior she's gonna graduate this year um and she's been struggling with with like college applications Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. making that decision and like even though like my both of my parents um you know, like, I've had, like, me and, like, Alan go through, like, that process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it's still on, like, the older brother's, like, onuses. Okay. To, like, guide her through. Because, like, my parents didn't go to college, so they don't know how to navigate it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I know that my sister's been struggling. And also, the way that she talks about her counselor just makes them sound so inadequate. Oh, and I'm like, Hannah, you're so talented, um, but you're not getting the help that you need. I'm trying to help you out on like my end yeah. too, but I also um, have like 
responsibilities here right. because I have seniors that I'm advising as well. So it's Whoa. like, we just need, we just need better counselors. This is so, this is so wild because you are literally giving us another like qualitative layer oh, because like shit. when we're thinking about parents, our, yeah, our parents who aren't involved, where do older siblings pick up as parents? Like that's not being really measured, right? Like, cause they're kind of like the bridge. Yeah. In yeah. Like, oh my yeah. God. You're making me think about my other Fuck nibbling. It. My my youngest nibbling, yeah. the little ABG. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I hope she doesn't listen. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Whoopsie. I'll sing. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to, yeah, I'll, I'm going to talk to well, my little nibblings about that. Well, let's get into the somewhat model minority part of this, which is uh, strengths for those in college. Daniel, if you can see or not see this. Um, so in 2022, so this was just last year, um, Asians with bachelor's degrees earned double and uh, 62,000, that of Asian high school completers, which is 30,000. And Asian Indians have the highest education, which is 72% and an income of six figures. Wow. Um, in the United States. So again, that's a really umbrella. There's no really gender to, you know, measure just like, and then again, you made a great point earlier is that, you know, if Asian Indians are doing well, are we all doing well? Which the answer is not. <laughs> but that's um, a strength. Another layer for that too, for the Asian Indians, they also have uh, a history with Britain. Mm, thank you for that. History. All right, here's challenges. Um, <laughs> in 2015, Asian American women have unique experiences, yet there's little research focusing specifically on the needs of this population of students. Relevant to this popula populations of students is the concept of sense of belonging. Do you, fit, do you see um, perhaps your students trying to fit in with either, I don't know, with the crowd or uh, Asian American women particularly? Or um, I don't know, uh, what's the other layer here? The TikToks, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> their, their ethnic identity, do you see uh, any sense of like, when they're saying sense of belonging, perhaps do they seem lost at all for anything academically or? Um, I think academic, did, did you, were you asking academically? Mm -hmm. um, yes. I feel like academically they're still like trying to be like the best of the best mm. but I feel like socially they do kind of either blend in with the crowd um mm. or or go kind of like anime okay hey yo what a, what, what a category <laughs> um, do you mean like they're going super saiyan <laughs> no <laughs> like kind of like Sailor Moon. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I, I, I did that shit. Okay. I did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So um, content warning friends. For oh, this hold, hold next on. portion. I mean, wait. Go ahead. So Jean, do you remember um, that one student who, and, and so like this concept of belonging, I'm, I'm going to jump in a couple of mm -hmm. different places. Cause there's like McNair and Trio yeah. and, and like Anna Peasy, like, 
that have they're like federally funded and focused on like minority students uh succeeding in higher ed and hopefully getting a uh, higher ed uh professions degree yeah yeah and and going into higher ed and so mm-hmm. I went like to two parts like I wonder if because well I mean definitely I didn't feel any type of real like belonging in in um McNair except for maybe like on a like a trauma <laughs> like way like maybe I mm-hmm. felt like I belonged because we were all g- going through this trauma together <laughs> of like being in McNair um, but I want, like, I wonder if right. younger students, because I think the younger students are like more, more Asian American, like, um, like ethnic groups in, in, right. in so, McNair and, 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 and Apesi and stuff. Like, I wonder if they are, um, if, and I guess it's different nationwide, depending on what, what campus you're at, like whether if your McNair is actually that tight knit or not. So it's really great that you brought up McNair because again, this kind of folds into being academically successful, right? So when I think about the three populations that were heavily, or three organizations that were heavily populated with Filipinos, I would think Key Club, FASA, Mm, mm. and Honors College. And so Mm. FASA was, uh, in quotations, the black sheep in terms of like, well, their sense of belonging is partying because they're trying to live that college American life. Mm. Um, so they, they were kind of like the walangia of the group. But it, it was sad because it's just like they've already categorized each other and then finding ah. a middle ground. I mean, it could be different, um, but they're, they, it's almost weird. Like they they know they're all Filipino. Um, they don't really acknowledge it unless it's a ha-ha, let's get together or we'll get boba or something. But it's not like, deliberate if that makes any sense so there's just like this weird dance that happens when it comes to the identification biscuit agrees maybe i could be wrong biscuit definitely agrees (laughs) um and and so when you talk about fasa i was thinking about that one student who was a psychology i'm gonna have to ask our our little professor friends Mm -hmm. someone i think was doing research around like raves and edm and like and forget who that is yeah and mdmas and like taking drugs and the amount of who asian americans who are in these scenes because there yeah. is a fucking there and maybe i need to look at the the live like the look up the library no, but website right. yeah. but like there is like the circle of people going to what is that um what is that edm that rave thing edc <laughs> Yeah, the people that go to EDC and like the AVGs and their their boyfriends, like this, like the Venn the Venn diagram is like very yes, overlapping. Exactly. Like there's hella Asian Americans that that go to raves and like that do that like escapist mm-hmm. right um stuff. And so like, and then I come back to study. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I want to know what's happening to them and and how the MDMAs are. Or do or putting holes in their brains and then they're going to their white collar jobs or they're right. <laughs> like there's a lot to unpack there but it's a reality like it's a reality like mm-hmm. almost like living a two-faced life you know or not maybe they they really are <laughs> about showing that they party that hard um I do think but that... again it's not like go ahead 
I was just gonna say, like, I do think that the disparity between the um, uh, you said like the key club group and like the honors honors like college group, mm-hmm. um, like yeah, they've separated each other, but at the same time, it's like it's their it's their own way of becoming white. Oh my god! Huh. Because okay, think about it. Like, they're, holy they're, shit, they're upholding the best part of like yeah, the component of being Filipino. Uh, you know that kind of Catholic community service piece. But it's like they do it, they pull in a lot of hours to do either Circle K or Key Club stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And they, they're happy to do it, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, like I don't know if I wonder I'd like to be a fly on the wall and be like, oh, you know, we're we're all Filipino, huh? It's kind of funny. Or <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hmm, there's kind of a commonality here. Uh, well, I guess we would um, have to go to a friendship games or something. <laughs> I, I wanna oh, man, I wanna be a fly on the wall though. there. It was really wild. It's like how everyone went to go hook up, and guess what? No one dated Gene then. <laughs> so, Gene, I think you, I think you, you dodged. Uh, you dodged. Uh, I did bo- dodge a boy. Yeah. Box-sized bullet. <laughs> um, ah, just so much, so much to unpack. But I love that we do go on on these tangents because there's whole areas of like undercover stuff that we're just scratching the surface of. Um, the next factoid here, um, and again, content warning, um, Asian American college age women have a prevalence of depression and suicidal thoughts. This heightens the need to explore their need for belonging. Um, guilty as charged, uh, freshman through junior year of college. <laughs> what a tough time, y'all. So mm-hmm. tough. Why was I taking that many credits? <laughs> Why were you, Jean? <laughs> Why <laughs> One, was I? My, like... uh, my academic advisor just prints out a paper and does not tell me or like cultivate my feelings. You know what I mean? They're just like, here's your, here's your, I'm like, I like, I wish that like more academic advisors had really had, didn't have to work under such pressure to like run a business, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I know. Yeah. Can you give advice? Is advice a part of the job description let's get marlon on the show (laughs) (laughs) um any thoughts on that daniel um it's it's just it's just like heartbreaking um i mean like the the fact that like like my sister shares things with me um and like i'm i'm glad that like she's in a good she's like okay um but like the fact that like this might be a reality in the future like like the like the kuya in me is just like i'm worried i'm really worried right which is you know the the good end of this is saying it on our platform and not in an exploitive way but like it's like this might be forthcoming if you don't seek help or if you don't know what's happening or if you don't know what's happening to others within your community, you know, like, so I am thankful for this uh, individual who did the research and finding this, but it's like, what a drop in the bucket to find it. Right, Nicole? I mean, it's like affirming. <laughs> it's the sad, <laughs> it's the saddest of affirmation <laughs> that uh, um, Asian American femmes uh be on the lookout for counseling services at your college campuses because at least that way 
yeah you can hide it from your parents at least that way yeah that you're going to therapy that's honestly good advice I mean I mean that's that's the tuition fees that you need to utilize yeah. and take back take it back y'all yeah get it back um this again Again, is a spoiler that Daniel revealed to himself. Um, (laughs) False assumptions are often fueled by the lack of data disaggregated by ethnicity, which reveal that while in the aggregate, Asian American Pacific Islanders often fare better in most social indicators, educational attainment rates and income compared to other racial groups. This is not the shared reality for all AAPI subgroups. For example, while 72.1% of Asian Indians and 53.9% of Koreans have earned a bachelor's degree or higher, only 10% of Tongan and 12.6% of Lao have earned the same credential. So you kind of knew that. Um, and I guess, you know, I guess back to Daniel's point is that when we think of model minority, we're not actually thinking of all a- Asian Americans and even Pacific Islanders and like what their yeah. makeup is or even they're even being measured. Well, even to say that, like, we don't even, like, it's kind of, um, like, to lump Pacific Islanders with Asian Americans, like, we don't mm-hmm. necessarily have the same experience or, like, right. Um, right. like, there's very different, um, like, resources and, like, attention given to, like, a, and, you know, within, like, even with Asian Americans, there's, like, a hierarchy uh, among yes. Asians. Yes. Like yeah. ethnicities, so um, it's that's it's I mean very that's, complicated. That's valid, and then adding Middle Eastern to it, you know, and then mm-hmm. they also Native, you know, Native American, like you know, they're putting all of us together, and they're framing it as very inclusive, but they're also it has a double-edged sword again, and it means that they're consolidating the funding to help all these populations by taking a shortcut umbrella. Yeah. There's like zero nuance. Yeah. yeah, I do have another right, question. Like, go ahead. Uh, about that, uh, that fact that um, you just shared. Um, mm-hmm. Is this also disaggregated by gender, or is this just lumped all together? No, just um, the lump. There's no gender. Yeah. So That's like, very... so like the seventy-two point one percent of Asian Indians, as just an example, we don't know what percentage are male. Mm. Mm-hmm. female non-binary anything right mm-hmm. weird um but also who has accessibility to even design surveys like uh i'm not taking any statistics classes you know what i mean like uh, no one's encouraging me to do that shit and i'm also thinking about like these like asian american um associations who want folks to do um research but they're like not that kind of research Yes. Do research that makes us look good, not yes. research that makes us not minor, like model minorities. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, the generation before us perhaps wants us to still look like, look good, right? Like, Gina, um, but- you're being way too nice. There are still people oh, yeah. in our generation and people who are younger yes. than us that <laughs> definitely do ascribe to um, being model minorities. That's so true. Yes. Thank you for that pushback. Healthy pushbacks <laughs> is what we learned in group. In very small micro ways, we're all complicit, right? In these yeah. small threads. Um, you know, sometimes I um is deep and so hard to see. Yeah. Um, here we have some recommendations and Daniel, please feel 
feel free to add any um, to a little brochure, um, which might be actually more impactful than I give us credit for. But um, some recommendations we had was tracking consistent data through survey and research yearly slash annually for the following factors that impact Asian American women. Um, enrollment trends in declared majors is one, state, region, and district specific data, gender, sexuality, mental health impact, ability and disabilities, physical or learning, ethnic identities as an Asian, you know, including Thai, Laotian, Filipino, Hmong, etc. Inclusion of Pacific Islanders as a consideration also to be measured instead of being lumped in with the AA. Do you have anything to add to that first recommendation, Daniel? I think I feel like this is very comprehensive. I can't think of any anything. Yay, we passed. Yeah, this is great. Yeah. There was a it was a Virgo that put this together. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, our next little point, my friend, is um, develop best practices to address suicide ideations in the college setting that harm um, their pathways or our pathways to completion. How you feel about that? Oh, I was just going to say, I think, um, I mean, like we talked about like <laughs> cultural humility on there too. Um, I think maybe like mm -hmm. addressing suicide ideations in college, uh, develop cultural humility best practices. Oh, I see. To add that in that layer. Yes. Okay. Um, especially that like, you know, like there are different, I don't know. I guess it's just like, I guess like this is another like hole in the research that like we haven't had yet. Like what are like cultural responses to suicide? Or even exactly. like mental health. Or mental health. Yes. Like, and it's so right. hard to address that in like high school as yeah. well. Thank is you. There, yeah. yeah. Like, and what are we... best practices? <laughs> are they the best? Mm. <laughs> 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 uh, um third point is create support networks for themselves and others as professionals and leaders in their respective industries and fields as they navigate cultural gender norm expectations. And so this was kind of playing on the theories that we added and you would know what they are if you added yourself um, part of the Patreon. Ah. Patreon? Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, well, basically it's just like, you know, um, while, while we're all going through it, it's like at, at some point, how do we also... Um, still see that this issue is forthcoming you know um so kind of seeing so, seeing some kind of clarity through the shit you know what i mean like wait a minute you know and, and especially like maybe me and nicole didn't do enough care for ourselves in the process of making this but i mean you know we had to look <laughs> straight at like this stuff and be like all right well now we have to put it on paper now and what? now others may know now what? Yeah. <laughs> well, I also am like thinking that we can model this behavior as mm. as the alleged professionals <laughs> when we when Jean and I <laughs> get into the schools. Um, and Daniel, as someone um in the school, like we can definitely model this behavior mm -hmm. um by creating these or like you know putting to making the young folks know that they're they're not alone mm. yes um i would love to be at the party when when y'all um publish your study our our zine don't yeah when we 
it's gonna be a peer-reviewed zine is what it's yes. gonna be. <laughs> peer-reviewed zine. If um, me and, and I will put it uh personally in the lead library. Yay. I, I think you're gonna be one of the peers to review it. <laughs> <gasps> That would be really funny in a grand scheme of things if we really shook the culture of academia and people would stop doing theses and they would just be making zines. Listen, <laughs> shout out to the professors who are already accepting zines as um, in lieu of papers because that shit is soul draining. I was yeah. actually, um, I was actually like contemplating. I was just like, you know, if I do get my master's in English, should I do thesis or non-thesis? And I'm like, hmm untraditional thesis sounds great to me yeah I love that um <laughs> Daniel thank you for being uh in <laughs> in this conversation with us and sharing with us about you as an educator a student and a brother yes well I also just wanted to say um thank you for the research that you guys have been, oh, that oh, okay. have been doing um one and um number two um I hope that like I didn't seem like I was out of pocket on like some things because I am like also like male presenting mm -hmm. male. I'm the like I'm the panganay. So like like you know I have like my I have nuance in my answers and mm -hmm. I hope that like things weren't out of pocket. Thanks for that disclosure. Yeah, thank you for that. And I think that Jean and I can open up this conversation to any other listeners, uh, mm -hmm. femme who identify as femmes and women or AFABs who are in education right in higher ed mm -hmm. and they like hit us up yeah if you have leads on the research or you're like in the middle of your research like let's not be strangers like yeah or we're just going to continue this like oppression in data <laughs> like don't let on, like don't let me and Jean think that we're the only people talking about yeah. this <laughs> <laughs> Please don't, because then there'll just be gap years in the research. Right on. All right, oh, let's talk right. So much. Let's let's reach a happy zone. <laughs> Needed to care, Daniel. Yes. Um. Also, uh, wait before we go on Rex. Uh, this is beautiful. Like yeah. this, this brochure is really cute. Yeah, and very informational. Batch, um, yes uh it, it's so it's 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 great i would i would give y'all a this is your this is your dissertation done <laughs> can you get, get, that would be so fun like a dual dissertation <laughs> defend together listen gene you know they're putting that phd program together you know it got the green light and so they need to let us in for free first of all so that we can get phds and then accept zines as a dissertation yeah. This zine will become a manga by the time we're done. Yes. Listen, it's going to get a, a Hulu original. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild that the College of Education needs us. <laughs> <laughs> um and um um rec recommendations. <laughs> Here we go, your first rec. Yes, uh, my first rec. Um, I am obsessed, obsessed with this graphic novel. Um, it's gay AF with bisexual representation, Heartstopper. Um, I think- I got looked up. Was it a Netflix show also? It's Yeah, it's or also a Netflix show. 
Oh um, my gosh, this I couldn't handle the show because I love it so much. Like it is so cute. Um, it's so cute, but I'm scared. Yes, that's that's also like another thing too. Is um, it the angst? Is that what you mean? It's not the angst. It's like I'm so used. To, sorry to cut you off, Dan. I'm so used to like violence in queer mm. media that I'm scared they're gonna get hurt, but oh. they're not gonna get hurt. But I don't. I can't. It's my psychology that's been damaged for it. Mm. Um, it's you know like it, yeah yeah it's kind of just like that push for like for like you know how there's been push a push for like black joy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also like been a push for like you know, like positive representation for like gay folk, like there's no violence. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also like this openness of just um, exploration of sexuality. And on top of that, like, the, I think the reason why I love it so much is because one of the characters is like this, like very small, yes. dark-haired person. <laughs> oh my God. And the other one is like a bigger <laughs> blonde haired person. I was just like, is this me and Cody? Oh um, my god! Representation. Um, hello, your cosplay. Oh, oh shit! Yes, get on it, Daniel. I'm I'm all about like what they wear too, because like they were yeah. like really like thick long coats, like that we would oh, wear yeah. in Alaska. Like ooh, yes, okay, wow, Halloween costume, 2023. Here we go. <laughs> um, my second rec are it's simple tostadas. <laughs> just not even like the with all like the fixins, just mm-hmm. the chip. Oh, that shit is so yeah. good. Um, like I'm, it's like salty enough, but also I'm like, can I put peanut butter on, peanut butter on it? Would that be weird? No fusion. Just I'm, I'm gonna try it out. Um, fusion. <laughs> you have like a food truck for it and everything. <laughs> Knock it off. <laughs> um and then my last wreck um red wine in in stew <gasps> like I've been trying like I've been like making stews like for a bit because it's been like cold like the past few weeks but all of a sudden it's warm I don't get it um but like it's the like there's always something missing and then I was just like you know what I'll just try this recipe I put the wine in it it was it that was it. Um, so now I'm kind of want to try making caldereta with wine. Okay. Um, more updates on that, and then I'll share if it's great. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Daniel. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm so hungry. Uh, so <laughs> my number one recommendation is platform Crocs. I got two pairs of them. Wait, I, what? You got pairs? They're so cute. I got two, they're so cute. Wait, BRB. Let me let me go get them real quick. You gotta look at them. <laughs> so it's okay. As Nicole's getting them, like they look really good on Nicole's feet because they're small. <laughs> like I know it's weird, but like sometimes the Crocs look too long on people, and like for Nicole, their Crocs is like a small shoe, like a clog. Yeah, um, that's how I would characterize them. But um, <laughs> don't mean to be talking about Nicole's Rex, but uh, they got them for their birthday um, for, you know, two different folks. Um, yeah, so it's really cute. Um, I particularly can't pull off Crocs, but i um, glad mm-hmm. others can. <laughs> um, Are they different colors, at least, Jean? Do you know? Yes, so they're drastically different colors. Oh, you'll see here. Yes. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> 
Okay, so I got two pairs of platform Crocs. One of them was a birthday gift from my mother-in-law. They're like, I think they're like a hiking Croc. And so they've got like the Velcro strap around the back. That gives me like unicorn vibes. I that love is it. exactly what she said. <laughs> and I did buy a fanny pack that goes on it. Oh, hey. you know, oh, that looks like that 80s stripe. Yeah, I'm that's I'm gonna put it on there for like, you know, if I need a Ricola. <laughs> <laughs> See, I need it. I need it. <laughs> or like I've been saying I'm gonna put like two dimes and or uh yeah, two dimes and a nickel for when I have to call my mom from the payphone. <laughs> that's one. And then the second one I bought for myself for my birthday. <laughs> uh they're the MTV. This looks super Nicole. <laughs> and they have like hella gibbets that came with them. Nice. Um, and like I didn't grow up with cable, so this I'm really doing some inner teen work with this purchase. This is retail therapy right here. Love it. The good is, kind. <laughs> this one really the second one, the second pair is very Nicole. Like it, it reminds me of a hat you used to wear. To Asian American studies class. Oh, my little Maui hat, my little five panel. Yeah. yeah, my my hair's too big for me to wear hats now. Me too. I got I gotta shave my head again, y'all. Me too. <laughs> Can you imagine? Just a just an undercut jean. <laughs> oh, and then I'm sorry, I got so distracted. Um, my <laughs> so <laughs> my second um recommendation is Dayquil and NyQuil because a bitch got sick last week and they really came in clutch, helped me go to sleep, helped me semi-function throughout the day. And then my third recommendation is a YouTube channel called Classical Music Butt. And they literally have like like low lo-fi classical oh. music. So yeah. It's the shit. I love that. I wish I so Heather and I had a date night last night where we finally painted these these paintings that we had started on. Uh, like they're like classical paintings <laughs> that we made of each other. Um, and um, I I had some classical music on, but I wish I had found the the lofi instead. But I've been listening to it today as I've been cleaning the house, and I think y'all will like it. Thank you. Um, so I didn't say this in my check-in, but um, we are not together right now. I'm in San Jose for the first time for the, the Fly Panay Summit. Um, You're a Fly Panay. I am. <laughs> and again, putting myself out there, I was like, a B don't got no money from this graduate school situation. So um, I applied for the scholarship and got it. Um, so I'm here on their dime. Um, so I've been exploring San Jose. Um, and I stumbled upon a store I kept seeing on Instagram. It's called SJ Made. So it's my first recommendation. It's um, a place that houses four different um, Asian American artists. And they all Ooh. sell their cute things together in a, in a cooperative way. And I would love to see this in Vegas. Oh, my God. Like, maybe make it happen. They, just like it was an old art studio that they re refurbished into this, like, different walls for different wares. <laughs> what a concept y'all um, <laughs> um number two is mom's basement theater where all the improv uh happens um i don't know 
I just really love it there. It's really fun. I think it's a cute name called Mom's Basement. It's like a playful, like, it's hanging out after school situation. Um, so if you want to watch community theater, maybe you should check out there. Um, and then third, coming in clutch, this breakfast burrito that I got at Greenlee's Bakery. Who knew <laughs> <laughs> that a burrito would come from here? But it was good. I swear they put like five full whole size eggs in there because I got some still for later. Um, and again, that's not in Vegas. So I'm so sorry for teasing you this way. Um, that's all my recs. That's a, spe- a San Jose special. Yes. You know what? I will. You know, California has amazing Mexican food. Yeah. Hands down wherever you find it. Um, so thank you all for, especially y'all, <laughs> um, for powering through this me search uh, episode <laughs> <laughs> any closing remarks from y'all before we sign off um gosh um i guess my recommendation is for folks to um get some rest yes and also spring break responsibly Ooh. yeah um make sure if you're like gonna do like your host stuff make sure to tell a friend what your <laughs> location is or put your put your location or share your location. Ooh, drink yeah. lots of water. That too. Ooh, I'm feeling that. And keep um, it wrapped. All great advice um, from us who care. Uh, this is closing out this episode. This is Jean. This is Daniel. This is Nicole. And this is a Penai podcast to magically disappoint researchers. <laughs> <laughs>